0: Sandbox. Hallelujah play. There's no reason to think this season is anything but a gift, not a battle one. Hi everyone I'm Kim Thomas. welcome to the Advent season of Curate's Corner where we're celebrating that because of the love of God for sinners He sent Christ. To bring us the joy of salvation, the hope of eternal life, and the peace of God to rule our hearts. You'll want to take advantage of the PDF available to download at advent.thevillagechapel.com or in the show notes below, and especially today when we'll begin our Advent season by looking at some beautiful classical art. Today we'll step way back to the 14th century, but it is the vault to some of the most amazing catalogues of the art of the church. We're going to visit with the 1344 frescoes of Ferrer Bassa, a Catalonian painter greatly influenced by Italian painters of the time, especially Giotto. These frescoes we're looking at are his extensive murals on the walls of the intimate chapel of the Monastery of Santa Maria of Pedral. Just outside the city center of Barcelona, the late Gothic monastery houses a small and dark chapel with spectacular frescoes depicting biblical narratives, making the story of Christ visual and accessible to the people. Now remember, back then the Bibles were not available like they are now, so people relied on priests and visual aids like art to learn the stories— Imagine, if you will, a chapel covered head to toe, inch by inch in beautiful murals, brightly portraying Christ, Mary, and other biblical characters. It kind of reminds me of someone having entire body tattoos, recording the narratives of their lives, one sleeve, chest, back, leg at a time. The chapel was conceived as a private place of prayer. But later, it was used as a cloakroom and then converted into a small devotional space. So get the feeling of a claustrophobic room with stale air and minimal light. Then insert beauty painstakingly applied and then lost to time. The fantastic Italian-influenced murals were hidden and protected behind furniture and clothing, isolated for centuries from outside light, the damp weather, and dust. That fortunately preserved them so that although painted in the early 1300s, forgotten until the late 1800s, when finally rediscovered, all was not lost. Eventually, a restoration begun in 2005, was completed in 2018, and now the small chapel allows five visitors in at a time, and for a very long and languishing five minutes. (laughs) But you and I will wander together today as long as we want, focusing on the nativity scene. It's in a small corner at the bottom of the wall, so we won't even have to stand on our tiptoes to see it. The artist responsible for this treasure is Ferrer Bassa. Bassa is known to have illuminated manuscripts and painted altarpieces and frescoes. He worked for kings and queens and nobles. In Barcelona, he had a thriving workshop. Bas's adaptation and selective borrowing from Tuscan artists generally suggests an inventive artist who combined different ideas and practices that he came into contact with during his life. As we look at the painting, I wanted to talk about four things. The color, the composition, the technique, and the meaning. First of all, the colors. And the colors are uh, fairly stripped back. First of all, you'd notice overall the main color is a stone or ivory color. He has situated his um, nativity in a hollowed out stone, sort of a cave. And so the majority of the colors are that ivory and sand, uh, sort of a yellowish color. This seems so believable to me now that I've been to Israel several times. um, It would seem that a lot of the scenes that are like a small barn are very unbelievable compared to this. And then there's a small bit of off orange, burnt red, kind of a, just a little bit of a pop of color. And then there's a deep greenish blue it's a beautiful color and it um, reminds me of the one that was in the huge crayon box when I was a little girl that I would get at Christmas you know when you're small and you have to hold it with two hands because it's the 52 box or whatever that was and you'd open it up and go straight for the two crayons the magenta and that deep greenish blue one right beside it well that's the color that I see uh, here in the sky and in the two Pieces of clothing where he has used this color judiciously. Both Joseph and Mary's clothing are in that deep greenish blue. Um, It makes them into a really important unit on the painting. Can you picture them as the stronger elements against that um, sort of stone color as the majority of the piece? And then that um, contrasting burnt orange used in the angels making them all the more sort of this other sort of being up in the sky. But picture the rest of the painting, mostly that stone tone with bits of darker and lighter shadow and highlights. Then the composition of the painting. Uh, Ferrer has used... A left 90-degree triangle to situate the most important elements of his painting. So if you travel with me from the top right, where the angels are perched, and then come straight down, you'd hit Joseph, and then go immediately left, and you hit Mary, and then back up to the top to the angels. And then in the center of the triangle is where the baby Jesus would be. So he's made a really good use of that triangle to set up how your eye should travel across the painting. Then the technique that he's used, uh, this fresco. And fresco, I don't know if you're familiar, that means um, that it is on the wall, as in you can't take it home. (laughs) He couldn't do it in his studio. It's not on a canvas or a board that you could hang in another chapel. But it's uh, done locally. It's a painstaking process often 20 or more steps involved. It's a wonderful method-oriented process, Um, and he's used a variety of different steps here. Uh, Two of the main painting methods are fresco and fresco secca. Fresco is a water-based pigment applied to fresh, moist plaster, and the plaster would be the, uh, the, let's see, the viscosity it would be like um, cake batter. After you get it mixed up right before you bake it and you pour it into the pan that yummy texture is what the plaster would be like. And then um, the other one would be fresco secca and you would that means you would apply the plaster let it dry and then paint on top of that. So the two different techniques and then even I think he also used a little oil paint which is uh, a wonderful technique to use because the viscous oils uh, lets the um, pigment stand su- suspended in it. Uh, so it keeps it slow to dry and it's great for the more fine details in the painting. But most of all, what I wanted us to see is the meaning in this painting. And what I hope you can imagine with me as I'm describing this is the body language of Mary and Joseph. So remember we're at the bottom of that right angle triangle and um, Mary and Joseph are at the bottom, Mary on the left and Joseph on the right. And they're situated right across from each other giving a strong horizon on the bottom. And imagine them sitting across a small kitchen table but actually what's between them is the manger. Mary is kneeling in a prayer posture with hands folded and back straight, but her eyes are open. It's an unusual position because typically you would see her eyes would be closed as she is kneeling in prayer, but her gaze is set directly across very clearly on Joseph. Joseph, on the other hand, in great contrast, is seated in a very casual position. He is on the ground, Um, seated, his arms are resting on his knees, one elbow on one knee supporting his tilted head, and his eyes are closed, his shoulders are drooping, and he looks very much like a balloon that's had the air let out of it. Um, He's just simply exhausted. You can see in his body posture that perhaps Ferrer is expressing Um, the weariness that Joseph has carried throughout all of this experience, protecting Mary in the beginning, her um, reputation, and then protecting her, getting her safely here for the birth of the child, and then protecting her in the outside uh, with all the animals. And the entire experience has just taken it out of him now that the baby is born. Perhaps Joseph has taken one big breath and let it out and closed his eyes. Then looking at Mary, there is a sort of tenderness in her eyes. Ferrer has portrayed her as very young. Joseph is much older with a white beard and white hair. And you just see the affection in her eyes for him and the tenderness as she looks at him and is praying for him. Now, we know through the scriptures that the angels had come to both Mary and Joseph separately to call them to this journey, and they both surrendered to it willingly and said yes, as they were called. And now, both in this painting and literally, Christ is at the center of their lives. Faithfulness to God's call will often look like them praying for each other, finding themselves exhausted, taking turns supporting each other. But the work that Christ came to do will be greater than all of that. I think Ferrer Bassa, whether he knew it or not, he might have stumbled on something really special by capturing that moment. Well, I hope you get an opportunity to take a look at this painting, download it, or maybe someday we can meet over there, just outside of Barcelona. And five of us at a time can go in for five minutes and take a look at it together. Well, as we close out our time today, let me read our scripture focus and pray for us. And then tomorrow we'll gather and uh, we'll discuss a poem together. And uh, I hope that you'll join me for that. All right, our scripture today comes from Isaiah 9:6, For to us... A child is born. To us, a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Heavenly Father, how grateful we are that a child did come, was born, to us, was given. Thank you for this wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace most of all. Father, thank you that he came to save. We pray, Father, on this day for all of those who don't know you, Lord, especially for members of our family who haven't yet come to know you, for those maybe that we've prayed for for years. Uh, We don't ever get weary of asking Use us in any way, Lord, to help them come to know and be seized by your great affection and the great work of Christ who came because you loved us. We lift all these things to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Curate's Corner with Kim Thomas is a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. If you find this daily podcast beneficial, Leave a review and share it with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit thevillagechapel.com. Music for this podcast by Charlie Peacock.